Um, thank you for talking to me. It's okay. <laughs> so I just want to start off first with um, whereabouts in New Zealand you're from. Uh, Nelson, oh, so on top of the south. Yeah, yeah, and I'm from Christchurch. So. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and um, when did you know you wanted to be a chef? Um, I think it's always been just a natural instinct. Like mm. I remember baking and stuff, probably like five years old, but then didn't necessarily go down that sort of career path out of high school, but in a roundabout way, came back to it. Okay. Yeah. So, um, did you start chefing in New Zealand, or did you, was it more I here? started cooking. Cooking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think. I started cooking, and then I sort of, in my, joined the army, and like, my last year and a half, I trade changed to become a chef in the army, and then went down that road, but realised that I sort of had a, a different opinion of offering good food to people and it didn't involve feeding the masses in in that sense so I left and like forced myself to get a cooking job which was just a little commie position at a local restaurant and then yeah just made the move across and yeah that that just was the path that I decided to take and forced myself to work in I guess difficult or good places and went from there. Yeah, because I know you were at Rambler before here, but um, what was... So Townmouse, <gasps> Townmouse I was at yeah, Townmouse and Embler, so I was sous chef at Embler for two years and then I was, was everything, like senior CDP at Townmouse for two years before that. Yeah. Um, Rambler was the first head chef job, um, which was, it was, a good, it was a good learning curve. Um, but it was, it was never sort of the food that I was going to be doing if I yeah. was going to do my own stuff. So that's that sort of, it was a good progression. Yeah. But definitely not not a massive influence in what I've done. I think def, definitely my style of cooking is dictated by Ember and Downmouse. And I wonder, do you think? Um because Dave's New Zealander as well. Mm. Do you think that New Zealanders have it? Oh, gravitate. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe gravitate towards each other, but also gravitate towards a certain style. Or do we have a different approach? To I think it's a work ethos, or like a yeah. work ethic for me. Don't. Yeah, like I, I just feel like we kind of naturally click in the sense of it's just kind of very much a one common task needs to be accomplished. So it doesn't matter who does it. We're all just kind of roll up our sleeves and do it yeah. and, and that's always sort of resonated for me in terms of who I've gone to work for is because that's kind of a mentality that I, I yeah. guess that inspires me or I, I yeah it is interesting because when I moved here so I moved after the earthquake so I haven't been yeah. here that long um, and I thought you know Australians are going to be pretty much pretty similar to New Zealanders yeah. but, but but we're quite different there's a different um, yeah. upbringing and I wonder if it's a different when you come from a really small country with a small population that, that actually bats above its weight yeah. in lots of different yeah. areas music art yeah. cooking yeah absolutely um, does that give us something do you think oh. I think it, it, it is like a mentality um, and I'm, I'm not mouldy or anything, but I, it's that that kind of oh, yeah. that grittiness. I think that yeah, I, I and that's what I, I kind of like to, or how I feel I inspire my cooks is by I'm happy to just do the 
you know, the shitty thing that needs to get done to make yeah. the restaurant run because that's essentially what I'm here to do is... So that, when you when you head chef, that would be your style of leadership to sort of lead alongside yeah, rather alongside, than... Alongside, yeah. I, I definitely, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I've been around enough that I'm smart enough not to try to do it all myself. But, yeah. you know, in saying that, you really do have to show a sort of sense of comradeship in that sense that you'll just get in and do the same job and yeah. as long as it gets done and if it means that someone else has an easier work day then so be it yeah and, and yeah I think it's it's kind of and that a lot of that also comes from like for me from a military background that's just the sort of I guess the ethos that's instilled from the from the get go is that it is one team yeah as cliche as it sounds but well, I spoke to Steve Hogan, who's also an ex yeah, um, yeah, yeah. cat, and um, and he went through the army, and um, yeah. and I think it's interesting because I know when I speak to older chefs and they've come up through that real shouty chef hierarchy, and the and they've learnt discipline by being yeah. a bit scared and so on. Yeah. Um, and then you're, I think, too young to have experienced that. No, uh, I was, I was at the very last of that yeah. in terms of the army. Like I was sort of. But yeah, it's. I, but the army I, I gives you something yeah, else. I, guess. I, I was very fortunate in that sense that I was sort of like the town mouse was very hard, but yeah, that was more. That was a workload, and that was yeah, you know, I guess positive reinforcement as opposed to. But I think maybe it's a positive thing as hard as military and so on is, but that sort of knowing exactly what's expected and yeah. having like boundaries Absolutely. and guidelines and, must and, be good and for I, I think one of those yeah it's one of those things like I felt I've always been weird in the sense that like for now now like if someone gives me a time in like to not adhere to it like that is such a strange thing so yeah. it's like in terms of how a kitchen runs it's like you say four minutes you come up in four minutes and that's how I expect everything to work kind of thing and yeah, some people don't have that. They haven't had that kind of rigorous timings kind of drummed into them where it's yeah. like, you're 10 minutes late. It's like, well, that's massive, dude. Like, that's not just yeah. a small thing in this game. Of, yeah, so. I agree. <laughs> now, just to get back to you, because you talked about, um, so the, the food at Rambler wasn't what you, what you would do yourself. Um, what, so what are you doing now? What is your food? I mean... It's, it's it's a hard one to kind of <laughs> yeah not not because it's like it, it is just what what the sort of generation is of I, I guess we are calling that modern Australian but what, what does that really mean like I'm a Kiwi I, yeah it's 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 just kind of cooking with what we have around us and obviously for me I. Always gravitated towards smoke and that as as almost a seasoning to food like that that felt like a, a necessary part of food for me for a long time and obviously Ember taught that and that's kind of just reiterated here is that as much as I can I'll touch the fire and I'll smoke something and I'll you know out season season essentially with salt fat and and smoke for me is is something delicious and, yeah and it kind of and then from there it's just like I want to make 
food that goes hand in hand with minimal intervention, organic, delicious wine, because I guess on one hand I, I take the time to go buy organic products, you know, source something that is delicious, so vice versa, the wine should reflect that. And yeah. And in turn it's a big sort of I guess a cycle. Um and that's yeah, that's what I'm trying to do is just make stuff that is tasty and accept accessible and goes well with mm. good now, I know that Dave's a big tweezer um holder. <laughs> when I spoke to him he was also clutching tweezers yeah. and is and that's um that always seems to me like quite tiny work. And you're saying minimal intervention. So where do the tweezers yeah. come in? Yeah. <laughs> with, with everything. I mean, like, this is just kind of... It's part of, I guess, my background for, for the past four years. And I'd rather pick something up, whether it be, you know, a piece of meat or something with these than my fingers or, you know, have a spoon in my hand. It's just... Yeah. And, yeah, for now, it's like I can't start the day without... You know, putting on my details <laughs> and my pens and yeah, yeah, that's your system. Yeah, it's just yeah. kind of that's right. Like everything, it's a little bit of a tick, I guess, but it's just well, why not? It yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, now I know that's previous incarnation. Etta, when I spoke to Hayden, he was um, yeah. trying to stay away um, from too much meat and um, and fish because of yeah. sustainability. Yeah. What are your thoughts around? Because um, like, if you're coming from Nelson, then you. I think you grow up with fish and shellfish. Yeah, absolutely. So what are your thoughts here about fish and meat? Oh, I'm, I'm just kind of being smart with what I'm using. Um, and uh, kind of any, I guess, preconceived ideas of what it was is gone. But yep. it is very much that naturally I, I like to cook vegetables and I like to season with meat and I like to season with... Like I said, it's kind of it's, it's easy to source a secondary product and treat it with intelligence, and then use that to yeah. to kind of season something that is already really delicious, you know. Um, and yeah, it's just by natural progression that the menu is still reasonably veg veg heavy and. Mm. Um, there's there's protein and stuff, but it's not. You know, I don't, I don't. There, there won't be truffle unless unless they're really fucking good, and I really want to do something with them. But yeah. you know, it's kind of like I, I'd rather take things that for me are, are more sustainable for for from a price point, and and just yeah, treat them thoughtfully and kind of yeah, try to deal with it. And mm. with the least kind of um, manipulation as possible but obviously just kind of thoughtful cooking yeah yeah that's so when you embark on a dish or a menu yeah. we, it's what's your starting point is it do you get inspired by other people's stuff Instagram or the, just the product itself or then I guess you've got a repertoire of recipes what what I mean gets you there <laughs> yeah for, for, this was an interesting process obviously doing a, a complete like I did a full menu relaunch and everything um, and so I guess starting point there was how how would it eat as a whole sort of thing and if, if I was to say do what what would be a dig and then break it up into the menu so everything 
evolved into a dish that sort of was an a la carte menu I guess and then um, do you want people to go through entree main dessert or no no it's, it's very much a sharing format but okay. I needed to think about it how would it eat consecutively as one thing and then sort of go from there and think obviously I need my snacks and then I need sort of smaller dishes that are sharing and then yeah from there it just sort of evolved into what was good at the time and what was accessible um, definitely drawing from past techniques, inspiration from, yeah, just w- what's around me in Melbourne and Australia in general. Um, I don't, I don't try to say that anything's original. Like if I like something, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. But I'm, you know, in saying that, you you pay homage to to who the idea is and stuff like that. Like I don't think there's any. To know it's, it's a funny sort of thing like and, and that's very much a generational thing as well mm. you know there's a lot of chefs who are old and or who are protective of their their recipes and stuff and yeah I, I feel that in this sort of day and age and social media it's like you put something up because you want someone to see it and be inspired by it and go from there like I think that's a, a, a great thing and a yeah. very positive thing for the industry so that's yeah not kind of not 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 doing it yeah of course if, if it's well, there, yeah there's nothing new under the sun exactly yeah um and when you're out and about if you get to be out and about eating mm. other people's food can mm. can you with all your knowledge of flavor and so on can you still be surprised by yeah, flavor absolutely yeah Go, <gasps> so great well yeah i mean it's i, I don't i don't think it's a, a surprise but it's like you know something's tasty and it's mm. like Enjoy yeah, just <laughs> exactly. And you, you kind of. I don't go to eat and critique anyone. I go to eat and enjoy food. So yeah, you go with a complete sort of open mind and just like yeah, absolutely. I want to eat whatever you're you're doing that you think is cool and delicious. Like I'm, I'm all for that. And I think that's yeah something that you kind of grow out of. Yeah. <laughs> get tired of yeah overthinking everything that you eat yeah. like if, you if just it's meant to be a bowl of pasta yeah, it's right. a bowl of pasta yeah like, yeah that's right there's no sort of thought process behind it except delicious tasty yeah. food nice that's yeah. good yeah absolutely <laughs> um, they'll do I just need yeah. a photo okay sweet